Hello, dear friends. Welcome back to Owning Authenticity. Uh, this is Carly Wharton, and in this episode, I am excited to dive back into our Earth Energy Deep Dive, where we are exploring the families of Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. In this uh, episode, we are covering the Taurus archetype. And before we get into it, I do want to say a couple things. First is a promo for the Earth Energy Deep Dive, the intro to this series. If you haven't already, I highly recommend you check that out. There's some great stuff in there about Earth Energy in general, archetypes, uh, evolutionary astrology. There's a lot in there that I am going to leave out of these specific archetype videos. So if you are interested in more behind uh, what we're going to cover here in this episode, definitely check that out. And the last thing I want to say is this is all about the Taurus archetype, and this does not only apply to those who were born during Taurus season, so they have their son in Taurus. This Taurus archetype technically applies to all of us. So even if you have not a single planet in your natal chart in Taurus, technically you do still have Taurus energy inside you somewhere. So as we go through each of these individual archetypes, see if you can find that inside of yourself. And if not, that's okay, but still something to reach for. Also, before I dive in, I do want to give credit where credit is very much due and deserved uh, to Stephen Forrest. He is an evolutionary astrologer who wrote an element series uh, where he wrote four different books, The Book of Water, Earth, Air, and Fire. You can find more about him on stephenforrestastrology.com. And for the purposes of this Earth Energy Deep Dive series, we are very much pulling out of the Book of Earth, where he goes in-depth, uh, so in-depth, such a delicious series. If you have interest, I highly recommend you check that out. So getting to what we're here to get to, uh, the Taurus clan. So in this video slash episode, we are talking about the Taurus archetype. And the first thing that we're going to talk about with Taurus is that, you know, the, the symbol or the symbology, the symbolism of Taurus is the bull. And he goes in some depth around how bullfighting has really polluted that symbolism because we see bulls as really aggressive animals and really that couldn't be further from the truth. Most bullfighting, they're aggressive because they've been provoked. So Taurus, I mean, has a, has a very placid nature, actually, like animals in general tend to be very serene creatures. And we as human beings are technically part of the animal kingdom. So Taurus as an archetype is that primal link back to our animal instincts. And the way I just, I love the way that he kind of guides, guides us through thinking about this, where, you know, we can kind of take a step back from just bulls and look at animals as a whole. And he takes us through this contemplative exercise of first asking ourselves, what is our favorite animal? So what animal does your soul resonate with the most? And once you have that, uh, 
taking it a step further to contemplate the natural habitat of that animal. And let's say it's a dolphin, so the open ocean would be the natural habitat, or let's say it's a deer out in the woods in a forest would be the natural habitat. So finding that natural habitat for your favorite animal, and he says that you as a human going and exposing yourself to that animal's natural habitat can be very soothing and healing and help us connect to our own animal instincts, therefore our own Taurus archetype inside of ourselves, that inner animal that, I mean, this is how archetypes are unifying. We all have an inner animal. We all have our animal instincts. Um, We all have our sensory perception, our five senses. That may be, you know, a little loose. Some people are blind. Some people are deaf. Some people have synesthesia where their senses are cross-wired. Not everybody's physical senses work the same, but our physical senses are responsible for many, many, many thousands of years of keeping us alive. Mm-hmm. That is the the primary function of our five senses is that as we perceive the environment around us, we know without really thinking or processing, we know things. Um, we know when we're tired, we know when we're hungry, we know when we're in danger, when we hear a predator behind us and we need to seek shelter and safety. Um, our senses are responsible for keeping us on a path to survival. And that is, again, Taurus's role in the 12 zodiac signs. Taurus is that connection to our animal instincts to stay alive, to keep ourselves alive. He talks in there about like, oh, I forget what he calls it, but basically it's like moldy corn husks is the food and it's like a delicacy in certain cultures and it looks ugly and it's technically mold and it's really tasty apparently. And he's just kind of pondering out loud, like, how did anybody ever figure out that you could eat that? One, that you could eat it, and two, that it it would taste pretty good when you ate it. Like, who who discovered that? And he jokingly answers, a very hungry Taurus. A Taurus's instinct to stay alive will override grossness or impracticalities or things that you don't want to do your animal instincts will have you doing them in order to survive, like eating something that looks inedible. If it's down to eating the thing that looks inedible or dying of starvation, the Taurus will always try to survive. So that is a very practical outlook and one that serves us not only here in our Taurus space, but we'll see how it serves the rest of our earth energy. And I would argue our our energetic balance overall. If we don't have our Taurus connection, excuse me, the Taurus connection to our animal instincts, it's very hard to know if we're headed in the right direction ever in any of the things that we're undertaking. In the, in the beauty of Taurus, this is like to say, if you're getting your Taurus energy right, if you have it in balance for you, whatever that looks like, it's always going to be unique to each individual. When we have our Taurus energy working for us, we are able to witness the mountain, doing quotes around that, witness the mountain that's worthy of us. 
And that is to say, which path through this life is the one that is worthy of you. And the main thing that the earth signs, Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn, all have in common is this shared sense of practicality, meaning life is finite. Time on this earth in this skin suit is finite. So I couldn't possibly take every single path there is to take. So I will have to choose one. I can't do them all. I have to narrow myself down and apply myself to the path that I've chosen. And Taurus is the key ingredient in making sure that when you're doing that choosing, that you are landing on a path that does work for you that works for your soul that by the time you reach the end of that path let's say the end of your life that you're very satisfied with the path that you walked on you have no regrets you did everything that your your soul wanted to do taurus is kind of the bridge mechanism for bringing those soul animal instincts forward and letting you live them in a real way in your life he says um kind of at the beginning of describing Taurus. And when I, when I reference he, I'm talking about Stephen Forrest in the book of earth. Um, he starts by saying that when he teaches classes about the 12 Zodiac archetypes, that he gets the most questions about Taurus. And he thinks that that's not because it's complicated. It's because Taurus is so simple that when you know people who are drawn to astrology are typically intellectual and more oriented towards complex psychological contemplations and Taurus isn't that it doesn't exist in a realm of psychological contemplations like picture a house cat i have two i have two dogs they both have a very similar method for getting comfortable when it's time to sleep like like my cats, they don't just plop over and pass out. They circle on the bed. They circle multiple times in the same direction, trying to find the most comfortable angle to lay on the bed, the same bed that they lay on basically all day, every day. They reassess how to be the most comfortable every single time they come back to take another nap. And it's like that. It's like they're not deciding on like trying to do the mathematical calculations on which side of the bed is the most plush and comfortable. It's totally an animal instinct. They're using their paws. They're feeling into like which side of this bed is the most comfy. It's their body doing that and getting comfortable. And then even when they lay down, there's the little adjustments that you can see them making because their body is doing what it does to get itself comfortable. And that is really the simple secret to Taurus is that our body knows what it needs. Our body knows how to be comfortable. Our body knows when it's hungry. Our body knows when it's tired. So the simple wisdom of Taurus is eat when you're hungry, sleep when you're tired, and when you're emotional, reach out and get a hug. That is literally like, like the simple boiled down version of how to get your Taurus energy in harmony inside of yourself is to basically build a relationship with your body and have an open channel where your body can talk to you and that you're listening. So if, you know, this is kind of that mechanism for being able to say when enough is enough, 
Like if you're hiking up a mountainside and you've been going at it for 12 hours, eventually there is a point where enough is enough and your body needs to stop and rest and sleep and eat and that continuing to pursue your goal is no longer productive. Taurus is that mechanism for resting and rebuilding our energy so that we can go again. So eating when we're hungry, sleeping when we're tired, getting a hug when we feel emotional, those things, they're not, not frivolous. They're not like, oh, I don't have time for, you know, rest. I don't have time to sleep it. You know, I got goals and I got hustle and I, you know, my beauty sleep can take a night off. I got things that I need to accomplish that all goes right in the face of the power of Taurus energy, the power of slowing down and rebuilding your rest reservoir and retackling the world with a full gas tank. That is the brilliance of Taurus. And so Taurus represents that wise simplicity, that resistance to complicate life so often, especially in modern life with all of our technology and all of our instant access to everything, our free two-day shipping and on and on, it's easy to get caught up in how fast life moves. And Taurus is kind of the antidote to that. So Taurus is that, that simple, quiet, inner silence that you know you can't be caught in the hustle and bustle of the world and be in your own inner silence all at the same time. So that's where carving out time for Taurus, again, whether your sun is there, whether your moon is there, whether you have no planets at all, every single one of us benefits from taking a bit of quiet time to release our thoughts, to focus into our body, to say, how do I feed myself? How do I nurture myself so that I feel as comfortable and as at peace as I possibly can? You know, it's really hard to achieve inner peace when you're hungry or when you're burnt out or when you're struggling and reaching and chasing and constantly on the go trying to hit your goals and hit your targets. There's very little inner peace in that equation. And if there's no inner peace, we can't hear that inner silence name the mountain that's worthy of us. And that's the whole point of that inner stillness is that the right path becomes seen and witnessed by us when we cultivate that inner silence. Um, in the highest frequency of Taurus, we embody total calm. We know that in this present moment, we are fine, we are secure, we are alive, and our, our basic animal needs are met. You know, like if you really let go of thought and focus into your breath and witness the sun coming up every morning and witness the earth spinning on its axis and witness this whole universe that exists really all is perfectly well. And in Taurus's space, you don't ever have to get more complicated than that. So it's a really nice place to come to recharge your batteries and to get in a space where you have that inner confidence that you are headed in the right direction, the right direction that your soul came here to live. And 
this last little bit that I'll leave us with. Um, so wisdom foot, peace foot. And in this analogy, he's, he's comparing and contrasting Taurus and Scorpio because Taurus and Scorpio are sister signs, meaning they are across from each other on the Zodiac wheel. And he says to imagine a wise old man walking along a path and his left foot is labeled wisdom and his right foot is labeled peace. And, you know, I think often a lot of our souls come forward seeking wisdom. And he goes on to explain that, you know, if you ask people, ask 10 people how they gained wisdom in their lives, chances are you're mostly going to hear sad stories or heartbreaking stories where they lost their job, they got divorced, their parent died, their child died, they, they lost something that they thought they couldn't live without. And in the living without it, they realized that they are bigger and stronger than they knew. And in that, there is wisdom. But it's a very traumatic experience to gain wisdom. So this old man walking on the path, he moves his wisdom foot forward. And at that point, you know, think about just walking, like it's not time to put your wisdom foot forward. It's time to ground in to that foot and move your peace foot forward. And Taurus in this analogy is the peace foot. And he says, if you came forward with lots of Taurus energy or even one or two planets in Taurus, you came in a pretty real way to get your peace foot forward, to sink into your inner stillness where your animal instincts can guide the way, that they can point the way towards the path that your soul came here to walk. And if you have the sun in Taurus or the, the moon in Taurus or north node in Taurus or Taurus rising, Taurus midheaven. There's a million different things that, that basically what you came to do in this life is calm down, is to be still and to listen to your inner stillness, to your animal instincts, to carve out some time to let your body get really, really comfortable and to milk that for all it's worth. It's so easy to, to say, I don't have time to be that still. I have things that I need to accomplish, but until we get still, we don't really know if we need to accomplish those things or not. And chances are we probably don't, you know, in the stillness that Taurus offers, we see things very clearly. We see things in terms of survival and our animal satisfaction and the thing about it is there's a really real point where when we have enough in this world and in terms of like material enoughness that's enough it's plenty and then getting more it only makes things more complicated it only brings hardships to have more than what we really need. And I'm not advocating for giving away all your extra, but I am saying to cultivate an awareness around how much is enough. And if you have enough, maybe you do have more time for that inner silence and culti cultivating an inner sense of calm um, rather than chasing the next goal or chasing the next promotion there is there is more time uh, when we slow down enough to realize that 
you know, once our material comforts and needs are satiated, the rest of the time really can be for rest if we let it be. And that there is true power that can come out of that stillness. It's not at all a waste of time. And in that, I'm, I'm a lot talking to myself because I was right there at the beginning of the picket line saying, Taurus is not worth my time. It's boring. And I want something more, more intellectually stimulating. And I did at the time, but now realizing that so much ancient wisdom and knowledge springs forth from that wise simplicity, that inner stillness, it's a powerful place to be. So that brings us to the end of the Taurus archetype. And if you want more, again, check out the rest of the videos in this Earth Energy Deep Dive where we are focusing on Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn, Venus, Mercury, Saturn, the second house, the sixth house, and the 10th house. As these videos become recorded, I will make them available. And until next time, dear friends, you take such good care of yourselves. And so will I.